Hello, everybody. I hope you're having a great day. I'm Eric Hanna, President and Chief Catalyst of Mode Health, and we provide agile, people-centric employee benefits. And I'm really excited about today's topic, taking charge of your health. You know, we talk a lot about, you know, if we do two things, it can really change how and how much we pay for our health care. First, if we educate ourselves on how to optimize our health, and two, if we understand how to navigate the system as a savvy consumer, we can look at healthcare and insurance through a new lens. And my guest this week, Marcy Zepka, has really done both. And she's a great testament to self-determination and advocacy. Marcy, thanks for joining. Eric, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Well, I really appreciate you telling your story. We've known each other for, I don't know, maybe a little over a year, and, and I've just been fascinated about your journey, so I appreciate you coming on. And before we really get into it, you know, can you talk a little about what motivates you to be an advocate and to tell your story? Absolutely. I was diagnosed uh, with stage three kidney disease in April of 2015. Um, when I first got diagnosed with it, it, it didn't really strike me um, as anything to worry about. Uh, mostly, um, I had just lost my brother unexpectedly six weeks prior to that, so it really didn't weigh in heavy at that time. However, it was always in the back of my mind, so I started doing some research on my own. Um, and then, of course, it's just like when you buy a car of a certain color, then all of a sudden you notice everyone else around you is driving the same car, the same color. So I started to notice other people with the disease and watched how they handled it. And much like anything, when you get diagnosed with something very serious, you have two choices. You can either let that rule your life or you can rule the disease. And I chose the latter, um, mostly because... I was watching other people and how much it depressed them and how afraid they became with it and how they didn't want to speak up or didn't feel that they could. And I took the opposite stance. I decided that it was my health, my body, and I wanted to share my story and absolutely you know, push other people to do the same and to stand up for themselves. There's nobody stronger than yourself as your own personal advocate. And nobody knows your body and what you're going through emotionally or health wise better than you. Right. Well, exactly. Yeah. So I just wanted to get involved and figure out what I could do to help other people. That's great. That's great. And as I opened, you're a great example of how someone, even with a serious chronic condition, you know, can take a path that optimizes your health by taking a lifestyle approach and minimizing medical intervention. Um, you know, you live with renal disease, so your kidneys function at a fat fraction of capacity. And, and like we've talked about before, you know, day to day, you kind of stare at a crossroads, be very diligent with your lifestyle or potentially start dialysis. So, you know, why did you commit to taking this lifestyle path and what does that mean for you? So there's five different stages to kidney disease. And um, a lot of people aren't diagnosed until they have stage three or four. It's, it's kind of like a silent disease. You don't really know that you have it until you're pretty far into the game and the then things start to show up, like you start to get very tired. And so I started at first Googling, what was it I was feeling? And I, and were there answers to those questions? And I decided that I needed to get involved. So um, I right away Googled some things that what could I do to change my health? Um, how could I do simple things that, you know, I myself, I'm, I'm kind of a, uh, oh, I like to be in control. <laughs> of myself and the things around me. So I wanted to see what it is, what is it I could do to not only assist the doctors, but take care of myself and be in front of this disease. So I was diagnosed in stage three, like I said, and at that point, you're usually wavering anywhere between like 30 and, and 60%. So 
I was around in the forties and at first it didn't really scare me because I didn't notice a lot about it. So um, I didn't really change much, but then I started looking something as simple as cutting my sodium down um, because most people who get kidney disease end up um, with heart disease because everything's trying to kick in and help you and help the kidneys as they're failing. So I also looked up that it was very important to keep your liver healthy because your liver will kick in and filtering where your kidneys can't do it. So I just did some different things and changed my diet. And immediately I got onto a site uh, for, through DaVita and they let you download um, a cookbook that you could do. So I started looking, I love to cook. So that was in my favor. So I started to look at things that I could do myself and how could I change it? And wow, just immediately I started feeling less tired just by changing my diet and by changing my attitude of, wow, look how much I, I myself can do. And I was not put on any medication for a very long time. And now I'm really on very little for the situation. Um, I did have a situation this summer where I, um, I got some kind of a virus. We didn't know what it was. And I ended up in the hospital um, and was only at 15% uh, function. At that point, they're usually, you're on the national donor list and you're being you know, uh, wheeled in to go get a new um, kidney. So I was not wanting to do that. I didn't want to take, di take dialysis. I wanted to go in under my personal recognizance and take care of myself. My doctor uh, believed in me completely and that's so important and gave me that opportunity. And within four weeks, um, not only was I in the hospital only for two days, but I turned it around and increased my kidney function percentage by about 20%. So I went up to 35%. I can live with kidney disease and stay in stage three and never need a transplant or dialysis, depending on my attitude, my support system. Those are the two most important things. And then of course my lifestyle changes and how I take care of myself. Huh. There's a lot in there, a lot. And what, what stands out to me, um, that's I think really great and it makes changing lifestyle habits um, approachable is it's all about the small steps, right? You Absolutely. know, you just took some, some easy paths. You're good at cooking. You like to cook. So that was an, that was an easy first step for you to start to gain control and understand how you were preparing food and how that impacted you. Um, and then there was an emotional component that had to do with one, your attitude and two support system, right? Those are very approachable um, components, right? And I think when, when we face our health, sometimes whether we're, we're looking at a chronic condition or not, uh, sometimes it feels a little overwhelming, but that small, just what's the first thing I can do that is easy that I like to do is huge. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and, and a lot of people, they will say, well, I'm intimidated to cook. I don't really like to cook. Um, but the, the things that they give you, they walk you right through it and there's applications. That's one of the first things I did was, um, get on my phone and find an application that could guide me. So whether I was out to eat or I was cooking at home, I could see you just put your whole, stage in your age, your weight, everything. And mm -hmm. you just type in something like chicken and it'll pull up, you know, what you can cook, what you should be, you know, avoiding. Uh, the, they call it the three P's, your phosphorus, your potassium, and um, oh gosh, your protein levels. Those are the ones you want to watch the most. And when yeah. you use something like that, I found tools that I even introduced to my doctors that they weren't even aware of. And I immediately got a hold of the National Kidney Foundation and I wasn't like, what can you do to help me? I was like, what can I do to tell my story? Because this seems, I watched people where I would go to the same doctor as some of my friends and they would come out with a completely different feeling about it than I would based on the questions they asked. Because again, it's my body, my life. 
And I'm not just going to have somebody slap a Band-Aid on it and, and diagnose me and treat me as they would anybody else, because we all take the treatments differently. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. You know, do the things that you're comfortable with first and then find tools that help you execute those things that maybe you're a little less comfortable with, right? I think that's a huge combination. Absolutely. Um, You know, so one of the problems in the healthcare system is we've quite often lost the relationship with our physician, Um, but but on the other side, those who are able to have a great relationship with their physician tend to, you know, beat the odds. So how has your relationship been with, with your physician and how has he or she influenced your journey? So I now have, it's important for me to say that um, at first, you know, the physician I was seeing honestly did treat me with a Band-Aid effect. And that was unfortunate because when I was in stage two and I wasn't aware of that, I could have honestly turned this around by diet and attitude just on those two things alone. Um, Fortunately for me, um, I found a nephrologist in here in Lansing. Um, It's the AM Nephrology. I have to give them a little plug because they are amazing. Uh, Dr. Basich is my, my doctor and he is very much, he makes it so that he wants me to be involved. He asks me questions. He allows me to challenge. Um, he'll prescribe something or tell me to do something. And, and I won't uh, necessarily follow the rules per se. I'll do what he tells me, but I'll follow it according to how my body's accepting it. And I give him the feedback. He's an amazing man because he has allowed me to have his email address. And so I can ask him questions and I keep him, um, up to date with what's going on with me. And I can't express enough how important that is to be where you feel like you can just talk like you and I are Eric right now with your physician and a title doesn't get in your way and it doesn't scare you or you feel like you have no business asking them because they're the doctor. It is your life. It is your body. And you have absolutely just as much right to ask as they do to tell you something. So that has been a very big thing for me. And I I just can't push that through enough. I mean, it's, you know, a lot of people will do that for their loved ones, but they forget to do it for themselves. And obviously the thing we all learn is we got to love ourselves before we can love anyone else. And and you're not going to be here if you don't take care of yourself that way. So Mm -hmm. um, again, very fortunate. Had I not been in touch with him, honestly, um, I had emailed him telling him I wasn't feeling good in some of my symptoms in July. And he pulled me in immediately to do um, a blood draw. And without that communication, I'm not sure you and I would be having this interview today, but mm-hmm. um, so it's very, very important. And, and don't stop searching, find one that you're comfortable with. And I'm more than happy to share my experiences with anyone, open up my email. Um, I'm going to start doing like a peer mentor program here. So happy to help in any way I can. Yeah, that's, that's great. You know, having that physician in your corner uh, is, is huge. So, um, you know, kudos for you for finding the right fit. And I think there's a message to both the individual um, and, and the physician is finding that right fit um, that, that matches your priorities and lifestyle. I think that's, that's huge. So congrats to that. Um, So you've taken this lifestyle approach, been successful, you know, the alternative we've talked a little bit about, but what would going down the road of dialysis or, or uh, surgery, what kind of impact would that have on your life? So I know some people that have gone through dialysis and it's very costly. First of all, I mean, not that that's the most important thing, but there's a couple different types of dialysis. One can cost annually about 72,000. One can cost about 53,000. You're looking at three to five hours a day, at least three times a week to go do this and not including travel. Uh, Sometimes you can do it in your own home, but there's a whole training that goes along with this. Now the federal government does pay for about 80% of that, but 
wow, especially in these times, that's a big chunk to take off. And it really limits you and you become dependent on that. Some people can come off of it, but most often people go on dialysis prior to um, getting ready to get a transplant. And there's so many things involved in a transplant. People just think all become a donor, but you have to be a blood type match. You can't have anything, not even something as simple as, not that it's simple, but celiac disease. You can't be a donor at that point. So, and then of course you have to be, they have to check your kidney function. And so you have to match all these things. So it's a little more complicated and it's not that it can't be done and it's done successfully all the time. Um, There's plenty of risks that come out on the other side for both the donor and the recipient of the organ, but um, boy, it just is a much easier road to toe when you decide to take it into your own hands and say, I, I don't want to get there. And a lot of people think that's the end of result of getting kidney disease. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. You can live without right up to stage four without ever getting dialysis or a transplant. And I think that that's a very powerful thing for people to know. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. You mentioned the cost is certainly a component, right? If we're going to be savvy consumers, we kind of have to know what we're facing financially. And it also puts employers in the boat, you know, if they're providing a benefit, a healthcare benefit, um, you know, navigating the system and having the right tools becomes really important because uh, as employees face conditions, chronic um, or acute, you know, you know, they're, they're financing that. And, and so they're, they're in the boat with you um, or at least they should be in, in my view. So, absolutely. Um, you know, what, what tips now for anyone who wants to be more active in managing their health, you know, with or without a current condition, you know, what, what are the maybe top two or three things that you want to leave people with? Sure. I tell everybody today when they're like, I want to go on a weight loss plan. I'm like, decrease your sodium and you'll be shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our Western culture is so full of everything with salt. It's incredible. I mean, there are far less uh, people with kidney disease in other countries or even type two diabetes because of diet. So, mm-hmm. you know, watch your fats, watch your, but I, you know, eat your vegetables and your fruits, like everybody says, but quite frankly, find recipes that don't make it feel like a chore. Find something that you enjoy to eat and make sure that it lines up with where you're at in your health. Uh, but I really can't push the sodium thing enough because it really does make a difference. You'd be surprised how much energy you get back when you just, you know, taper that one thing down. So. Yeah. Makes sense. So taking, taking charge of, uh, your health, again, back to that small steps, right? You can, Absolutely. you know, an easy swap to decrease, you know, as you say, sodium intake is taking a packaged food product and swapping it for whole food uh, <laughs> yeah. and then and preparing yourself. So that's huge. Well, Marcy, I really appreciate you joining. Um, you know, this is a great story. And like I said, in the beginning, you're, you're a testament for someone who wants to advocate for themselves and gets the right people on your team so that you can, you know, optimize your health. And, and optimize is going to mean something different for everybody. So I really appreciate that. Um, you've, you've mentioned the Kidney Foundation. Um, uh, is there contact information where people can get, uh, you know, more resources and tools yes. if they're facing similar issues? Yep. All you have to do is uh, Google the National Kidney Foundation of Michigan or just nkfm.org. Uh, that'll give you all the information you need. There's a kidney walk coming up September 13th uh, right here in Lansing. So you can go on and donate or walk yourself and it would be much appreciated. Great. Well, thank you again, Marcy. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I thank you so much for this opportunity. Sure. You know, quick sort of takeaway for, for, you know, everybody listening to this, you know, as individuals, we can take care of our own health and employers, you know, you have a stake in this too. You can be a partner and provide tools to help your individuals uh, within the company so they can optimize their health as well. So 
Thanks for joining us. A quick side note, side note, we just launched a new blog. You can check that out on our website, myemotehealth.com. But thank you everybody for joining. Have a great day. Thank you.